0: On this episode of the Gnostic Deluge, we continue to look at the Mormon pseudographical Pearl of Great Price. Joseph Smith purchased four genuine Egyptian mummies and papyrus in July of 1835. He claimed that they contained the writing of Abraham while he was in Egypt, written by his own hand upon papyrus. Later, he published the work as the Book of Abraham, which is part of the LDS Pearl of Great Price. Some things we talk about will sound familiar, while others will be new and esoteric. Enjoy! Greetings, Mark. Greetings, Brandon. Funny seeing you here. Yeah. You've been what, here for an hour already. What are the odds? <laughs> we just got breakfast burritos. Yeah, we didn't have these. We, we needed sustenance. Yeah, we're good to go. So Tanya proposed you guys need breakfast burritos? Yeah. I'm like, hey, we do need breakfast burritos. So, anyway, here we are face to face, couple of silver spoons.
1: What? <laughs> you know? I don't know what that is. The song. Oh, Spins. oh yeah. I, so I was born in '80. I think I missed. A, I know that. I know what that reference is. But Ricky just, Schroeder. Yeah, I just didn't watch too much. The of Guys it. got a train. He got all. I remember. Train all I remember is the train and video games. All I remember is the cool train they go through the house. And he even had a car bed. Oh yeah, like, son of a gun! Yeah, this guy's got everything. Everybody wanted that. And
0: then he had Aaron. I think her name's Aaron Gray as the stepmom or as the secretary. She was from Battle or Battlestar Galactica, the yeah. original. Yeah. Ooh. man <laughs> ricky schroeder little ricky schroeder lucky guy good life so, good life and his dad was a real goofball that's right I he I was did. a toy maker or whatever anyway what a life yep so anyway today we're uh gonna be doing we're still sticking with the uh the mormon pseudopigraphia yeah, the other the, the other book, right? The other one. This one has an interesting history, too. Because um, if you know anything about the Book of Mormon, Atlantis, that pen is from Atlantis. But if you know anything about the Book of Mormon, Joseph Smith received golden plates that were uh, from an angel yep. that were buried in uh, the hill by his house. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty fantastical. Yeah, it's a great it's a great uh, story. Yeah. So not only that, and then he and then the book of Moses, he was re translating or I don't know how we how did we say it last time? He was re looking through the the Bible and kind of re putting in interpreting it, interpreting it and add you know adding new things. That's how that's part where, where the book of of Moses comes from mm-hmm. where it's like genesis on steroids or not on steroids, but add with the 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 plain and precious things that Joseph Smith felt were taken from it. Yeah he put it back added in. back in. Yeah. Or that God felt added you know. some
1: context to it and some
0: stuff. Yeah. And like some like whoa, Adam and Eve knew about all kinds of you know different stuff. And then Enoch of course. added a whole section on Enoch, which was there was only five verses in the all of the Bible that talked about him. And
1: also the that account of Enoch, decent is he did a really good job at covering what other books of Enoch found many years later would would end up showing, right? Yeah, some some things, some of the things in there are, were,
0: yeah, really really interesting. So Cur- curious, and then. Um, so that was he did that in 1831 i believe that around you know and then that part so then okay this is this is going to be a crazy story you're gonna be like what this is not true but this is for sure this is a verified fact okay verified this is a very what what you're going to say now is yeah okay because the the thing about the golden plates is that
1: Oh, there's no evidence that it happened.
0: There's no, there, well, there's Joseph Smith's word, and then there's the the witnesses that say that you know that say that they saw them, but like nobody like okay, so you know you have a couple people's word, but this, okay, and so you just have to yeah either take their word or not yeah. But the the like even his wife who helped translate the Book of Mormon. Helped him, you know, as a scribe at, at a certain point. She never saw that's right. The golden plates for whatever reason. She wasn't one of the witnesses. He Joseph Smith specifically had a box made so he could keep them in there and nobody ever saw them except for the few what was it, three witnesses? Yeah. And, and then, then um eight witnesses, right? I think so. Actually, we gotta let me just look real quick. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then when he and was, they were all
0: real, and when he was,
1: yeah, they were all friends. When they were translating, though, well, they're all from the when he was powers. translating, he would have like
0: a okay. There's a testimony blanket. of the three witnesses that were shown them, not just shown them. At least they they testified, but they 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 were shown them through the give, power of God. Okay, so and they were, um, and then there's testimony of eight witnesses where. God, you know, according to Joseph Smith, God allowed them to actually be shown the actual golden plates, but they're all from the, they're pretty much, they're the Whitmers. There's four Whitmers, um, Hiram Page, and then Joseph Smith Sr., Joseph Smith's dad, and Hiram Smith. His brother. And Samuel Smith. His other brother. So. Oh, yeah. So they're all, anyway, it's just, so, but. Okay, so in 18, um, actually, you know what I have? Uh, I actually did, this morning I was doing research before, so Brandon. Wait, at, the last, to,
1: at the last second, you're saying? Uh, that's
0: that's how I always do it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys realize this, but <laughs> that's how I always do it. Um, so, uh, oh dang, I don't have the date. Um, oh, wait, you're looking for a date of the uh, okay, so in, in the 3rd of July, oh, 1835. Wow, okay, this is Joseph's journal writing Egyptian mummies on the 3rd, okay, but on the 3rd of July, Michael H. Chandler came to Kirtland to exhibit some Egyptian mummies. Uh, there were four human figures, four mummies, together with some two or more rolls of papyrus covered with hieroglyphic figures and devices, you know, writings, Mm -hmm. as Mr. Chandler had been told that I could translate them. So he brought some of the characters to Joseph Smith to translate. And then Joseph Smith translated them, you know, and then Michael Chandler even uh, wrote a certificate saying that it was a right translation, even though... He did. He didn't Michael know. Michael Chandler. So yeah. So anyway, but he 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 did make a okay a statement. You know that, um, kind of like that. Anyway, um, and uh, it's on on the sixth of July, eighteen thirty-five. Uh, he he said. Joe Smith writes, or he would. His scribe scribe wrote. Uh, purchase of the Egyptian mummies soon after this. Some of the saints in Kirtland purchased the mummies and the papyrus, a description of which will appear hereafter. Uh, and I, with William W. Phelps and Oliver Caldrea, scribes commenced translation of some of the characters. So they started to try to translate it. Uh, the translation of um, the some of the characters or hieroglyphics. And much to our joy found that the rolls contained the writings of Abraham. Wow. What a... And... Another, the writings of Joseph of Egypt, which is one that we don't. that's right. I was like, "Whoa, you know, whenever I read this, etc, a more full account of which will appear in their place as I proceed to examine and unfold them truly can we we say the Lord is beginning to reveal the abundance of peace,
1: yeah, what and a truth. What a find, right?
0: Whoa. So, and then in in July of 1835 he just, you know, uh translating the book of Abraham. The remainder of the month I am I was continually engaged in translating an alphabet to the book of Abraham. So he was trying to and the if he, if crack hieroglyphics Crack hieroglyphics which had uh and arranging the grammar of the Egyptian language as practiced by the ancients. Um Uh oh, October first of eighteen thirty-five. Uh, this afternoon, labored on the Egyptian alphabet in company with Oliver Cowdery and William W. Phelps. The system is, uh, of astronomy was unfolded. He yeah, it. That's cool. So anyway, yeah. So there's there's just a little. So he actually did buy these mummies and some papyrus. Yeah. from Michael Chandler. And those are, those are.
1: Those are there. We have we have those at least some of the the texts. Yeah. What that, happened
0: was um, there's a guy Lab- Labello. His last name is yeah Labello. Whatever Labello. And he was in, and he worked with a guy down in Egypt. This is you know during the whole Napoleon thing and all that. I think or was Napoleon after? I don't know. But anyway, they he he had uh, gotten eleven mummies from Egypt and brought them back to Italy. And whenever, before he died, he sold them off. And Michael Chandler happened to buy some of them. And they were imported through Philadelphia because there was always a problem. They were trying to find where these things came from. And it wasn't until Bruce H. Porter mm. <laughs> did the research on Good them man. that he he found that it, oh, it didn't come into New York, came it through Philadelphia. So Michael Chandler had them. And, what he would do is um, he would go around and show them, you know, and get money. Yeah. Like, hey. Well, was like an exhibit. Come see like the a mummies. touring exhibit. Yeah. yeah. Like the curiosity, like Ripley's It or not or something, yeah. you know, kind of.
1: That was, I think that was more common back then. Yeah. Someone just has a, car- a caravan and there are wagons and they travel around
0: showing something that most people have never seen and they. Well, yeah. I mean, Egyptian mummies. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. But there was a curse. Because Michael Chandler never could <laughs> make the money, his money back. No, that would be awesome if, if came, there was a curse with it, though. Yeah, it was that curse that ended up killing Joseph Smith. That
1: think I, about I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt
0: it. <laughs> it might have been the dust out of it or something. Who knows? Because I mean, think about them handling these Egyptian mummies. Who knows what's on it? Anyway. But, uh, so, he he was traveling around, going to the major cities, you know, and you charge a nickel, you know, or whatever, you know, and to, for people to see it, and hopefully you get a bunch of people to come in and see it. He got to Kirtland, and I think he needed some money, so he decided, hey, I'm going to sell some of these off.
1: And luckily, there was and people there that there wanted to there was a the guy
0: budget. that was pretty interested, and that could... Sub- supposedly translate them, which was Joseph Smith. I think he bought him for like $2,000 to $2,500. Really?
1: Back then probably that was a
0: lot of money. Yeah. Still a lot of money. Come up with $2,500. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can do it, but. But uh, so he, so then as, as you saw, they started to try to crack the code. Now, I I was doing a little more research. So the Rosetta Stone was discovered in 1799. Okay, which no, is I didn't
1: know it was that long ago. I thought it was earlier. Actually, before. that
0: was Napoleon. So yeah, so they they that was one of the things Napoleon. Whenever he went down to Egypt, you know they <clears throat> they discovered the Rosetta Stone amongst other sweet yeah. Egyptian stuff. And the, the Rosetta Stone had hieroglyphics and then it had the demotic version, which you were talking about, which is kind of a shorthand version or an easy way to write it. Mm-hmm. And it had Greek. Yeah. Because what happened with Alexander the Great or Alexander the Grape. Get it. As I like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> but he they whenever they went down there he conquered Egypt and then they, the Greeks became the rulers, and that's where the line of Cleopatra comes from. Yeah. That she was actually Greek or, you know. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Or, uh, we're, um, starts with an M Macedonian Macedonian. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <clears throat> so you always think of the, the line of, of, of the, <clears throat> the people from Cleopatra, were Greeks. They weren't Egyptian. Anyway, a lot of people don't know that, dude. Yeah. It's not common knowledge. I don't like, think it's, it's common funny. knowledge. <laughs> yeah, the, what, were their, what was their last name? Search for the T. I don't know. Gosh, dang it. Anyway, I'll think about it. I'll think of it. So anyway, so they found this. It had higher glyph, glyphics, and then a demotic version, which was the uh, and so then de- demon- Greek.
1: So demotic is a... um, the written version. Using Greek grammar.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, because the hieroglyphics were used. That wasn't the common writing anyway. That was for religious and civil stuff. Common writing was a little different. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so that's how... So it was the Rosetta Stone. In 1822, finally, it took him 20 years. uh, Jean-Francois Champ Champo Leon. Sounds great to me. Champo Leon. I have a hard time with those French names. Yeah, sorry guys. French people are like, no, that's not how you say (laughs) it. But he's the one that kind of was able to to break the code.
1: That's that's
0: awesome. I that's like because they they thought that the symbols and actually I think if you look at Joseph Smith's thing, he thinks the same way that the symbols mean uh, a group of things. When it ended up that the symbols were, they mean, but they were pronunciation. But for most of them, you know how to. Pr- okay. Like uh, or sounds. Kind of like whenever they were cracking the code for uh, uh, what's the Babylonian one? Oh, the uh, in- 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 cuneiform. Oh, cuneiform. Yeah. They were like, oh wait, these are actually word. They're they're sounds. Yeah. Not because they were. Thinking that they were, so each one meant had a had a meaning to each character. Yeah, but it which, it wasn't that way. It was yeah. well, there were were I are some that that, yeah. that do mean things too, but there's uh, there are also pronunciation. So he broke it in 1822.
1: Oh, I didn't know that it was.
0: uh But oh, well, it, he broke. He figured that out, but it took them a long time to be able to figure out exactly what it was saying and stuff.
1: And that was happening over in France. France or something. Probably Yeah. In yeah Germany or something.
0: Rosetta Stone and stuff, you know, Napoleon. Um so it wasn't actually I wish I wasn't able to find this, but it wasn't until EA Wallish Budge, which was when was he? The end of the like in the eighteenth or nineteenth century.
1: Nineteen twenties or something.
0: Or the early, either the late 1800s or the early 1900s. Wallish Budge, you know, came out with a, one that was translated, you know, the Book of the Dead and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, anyway. He was definitely, yeah, he was 1857
0: to 1934. Oh, dang, he lived a long time. Yeah. Jeez. So, but I think that the Egyptian code was cracked before the cuneiform pretty sure anyway it's fine we don't want to get caught up in this no. too much but uh so this is Joseph Smith's crack at it I guess yeah and he and he, and, on hard. And he you know I'm saying but he, he the on the day like he, he was shown them on the 3rd of July he bought them on the 6th and right away
1: didn't waste any time. Ron. Was right? like, oh
0: wait, these are books. Of, this is Abraham and Joseph of Egypt, you know. So anyway, so we're gonna go through that. So the the title of it is the Book of Abraham. Abraham translated from the papyrus by Joseph Smith.
1: So this is that's interesting. Is we have two different. We're getting ready to get into this, but we have two different t- books in that are that are outside of the book of mormon at this point we had the book of moses we didn't that we covered last couple episodes yeah but that wasn't translation that was just him reading through the bible and then using his insights and his revelation 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 skill yeah to kind of like add to and en- enrich the the book yeah right?
0: to add the extra stuff that was this was actually
1: a translation. The question is, and maybe you don't know, was there any? Did he do this? You know, with the with the Book of Mormon, he would he used God's power to help him translate it. Did he do that with this too, or was this completely like a was this him a secular like him just learning it and using
0: his own skills to do it? You know, I don't know. Oh, okay, me neither. That'd be interesting to know. Well. It, no, it, well, because they were trying to come up with this Egyptian alphabet for it and stuff, but I don't think they ever, they never fully completed that. So I think that Joseph Smith relied on inspiration for what the translation was.
1: Yeah, but took his knowledge that he that he got while figuring a lot of it out, and
0: then used I think his he used I think he used the pictures of the hieroglyphics to help him through it to like okay this is just my opinion but I think he looked at the things and was like what could this be and he's like oh, that is Abraham on an altar you know so mm-hmm. kind of going along and th- so rather than this being uh an, a literal translation I think he used inspiration but whatever i don't know there might be a whole thing by people out there i don't know on this and it's very controversial this one because this one's far more controversial than than moses was because people can show yeah because people can show this isn't what the actual text says yeah because what what these ended up coming from was the book of the breathings yeah book of breathings and, but also there's a hypercephaly. Um, I'm going to try to post a little, uh, picture link link. No, cause I, I don't know how to,
1: Oh yeah. So it had to be a link to, so, so a link pictures. to the,
0: to the L try to do it on the LDS one. So it won't go away. You know, it's not like, so you can see the, di- the different yeah. pictures we're talking about. Cause a hypercephaly is, uh, around it's a disc shaped thing and it's got all these little pictures and writings on it and it was basically they had the book of the dead mm-hmm. which was the big version if you ever see well the, okay so what they would do is they first at least this is the way it's they have the chamber though they the, have the chain in the chamber written on the walls yeah all the stuff that the different things that the, the dead person has to go through
1: describing the journey
0: yeah yeah so and then there, but then there's only so many people that you can make huge rooms and, and etch and rocks. So then they started doing the, the Book of the Dead mm-hmm. for that they would bury with people. Yep, and and that but that that still was a big undertaking. I've got a copy of the Book of the Dead. Like the the pictures are beautiful. Yeah, but imagine you they know. doing that for everybody that yeah. wanted it. Yeah, and it was really expensive. So then I think the next step was the Book of the Breathing's, right. I don't know. Which was a, know, a, a, but it a, sounds familiar. Even a condensed version, more condensed version of the Book of the Dead, so it was cheaper to produce. Uh, and it, but I okay, I, I'm but what well, I know that the hypocephali was just a small disc that they would they would put they would put uh these pillows under people's heads and they would put this little disc on the ends of each end of their pillow. Oh, is that how that was? I and it was, just, it, it was just—it was like it. the cliff notes of the Book of the Dead. Yeah, it's like a summary,
1: like a yeah, like a a too long, didn't read summary of the Book of the Dead.
0: Yeah, like because and it was one that more people could afford. Yeah, you,
1: you
2: just, know that
0: the common folks. So what happened with with Egyptian too is it was at first it was for just the royals. You know, the, yeah. the, these, these spells, these, you know, uh, or the, the, the way through, you know, and, but then it progressively came down and came down and came down to, to where the con- a more, more common people could, could have this little cheat sheet or could know the way to get through. It's kind of like scriptures where you have the. Um, priests you know and stuff are the ones that have it like i mean even if you do the christian thing they they have it and it was only in latin you know and only the smart people could read latin but as
1: the civilization advances and and um technology allows
0: suddenly the printing press yeah gutenberg or whatever
1: yeah now everybody has it and
0: And, but there's big fighting against it too you know, that's how the whole division in Christianity, one of the parts of the division in Christianity is because, what, you're putting, you're printing uh, the Bible in German?
1: I wonder if there was divisions in the um, Egyptian culture, if there was fighting about, like, whether we should allow commoners to to embark on this
0: journey after, Probably. The, you know? I mean, think think about how long of a period that was, too. Yeah, I'm sure there was. That I mean, you're talking about thousands of years of this, of it being in its total pure form, you know, the original thing. Mm. So who knows how long it took them to even get to that point? But then all of a sudden, it starts disseminating slowly, and they start whittling it down, kind of like Christianity. Yeah. If you know, I mean. There's a correspondence and getting right there. it to everybody. So yeah. Anyway, good, so good okay. intro, Mark,
1: to the Book of Abraham.
0: Yeah, I think so. I don't know. That was great. I mean, and our thing always is that we're not trying to say, oh, this isn't. We're not taking a stand on necessarily, or that we this isn't to prove that it's it's a real thing or not. You know that oh, it would actually. That's that's for other people to figure out. Yeah, <laughs> we're just doing the we're just read because there's some interesting little like whoa, this is kind of cool things in here. Yeah, this is that's and the that's this the, is oh go ahead. This
1: is controversial whether this you know what I'm saying oh but, it's big yeah. But the, the like if, the if you reality. watch Dan
0: Vogel, I think his name's Dan Vogel. Oh, he's some a guy on on YouTube, but he oh. has a whole six part thing on refuting the Book of Abraham oh, and how I'm sure. it you know and. But, the, but then there's people on the other end that are like, "Oh, look, you know, I mean, yeah. like Bruce, Bruce Porter, for yeah. Bruce Yates Porter, he has, you know."
1: And I think that's we before we started this episode, we we did mention to each other. So I'll mention it here. It's not like everything that we've gone through so far on this podcast, pretty much, is questionable where and it's how all it came across. Yeah, <laughs> so.
0: But this is a this like like I wrote uh, the last episode I said Latter Day Enoch. oh yeah you I did put that. Latter- I, I put it in the title. This is this is Latter Day Apocryph Apocrypha. This is yeah. like this is you you get to see something that that you know is claimed to to be from the ancients, you know, and Joseph Smith had the 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 mummies and everything. But all of a sudden it's pu- it's not published till now till I mean until 1830 1842 I mm-hmm. think it was that they put it in the millennial star okay and or, and um, which
1: was a newspaper right
0: yeah they used to have a little newspaper they would publish so um, but you're seeing the making of like how they're like Austintin starts circulating and people are like oh yeah this is awesome so anyway. All right. So this is the, entitled The Book of Abraham and so guess who it's going to be about.
1: This is going to be about Abraham and we was it the we've had a few times now where we've had Abraham in, on this podcast. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to compare.
0: Well, that's one of the, that's one of the reasons too it picked it because it's another Abraham myth. Yeah. Where and this one's different. And we embrace all things Abraham, all things Abraham. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because uh, in the in the other myth, he was being pursued by Nimrod. Mm-hmm. You know, almost was, killed by him was a couple fu- that times. Was fun. Yeah, those were good ones. Good times. Okay, so hey, do you want a, a soda?
1: Yeah, let me, let me give. What What do you have?
0: I've got this. Oh my gosh! If you want a cock and bull. Cherry ginger, but I also have diets. If you no, I'll take it. Okay, you're like,
1: okay. I can't pass down it. I can't pass it.
0: I'm going for cherry cock and bull. I'm going for straight up real sugar diet. Oh yeah, Dr. you had those Pepper. last time. So man. I have. Yeah, so I had a couple. So I was like, okay. Dang it! Oh, that's rusty. Yeah,
1: you get you get the uh. That's get the rust inside the the those.
0: the lid. Let so have gotten some water up in there. That one doesn't. Nope, this is good. <sighs> the way God intended Dr. Pepper to taste.
1: Good gosh. Those are the best.
0: Mm-hmm. We're going to have to make sure the temples, you'll love them. All right, so let's get started.
1: In the land of the Chaldeans. Or do you say Chaldeans? No, it's, I go with the okay. cow. I go with the cow too. It's better. Yeah. In the land of the Chaldeans, at the residence of my father, I, Abraham, saw that it was needful for me to obtain an, another place of residence. So
0: he like, needed to move. I got to move. I got to get out of this place.
1: Yeah, and, and so, yeah, his place, and he was with his father, right? Yeah. Or in the residence of his father. So he needed to get out so here's our first uh com- here's our first uh, similarity with our other stories of abraham yeah
0: abraham needed to leave you know i should have looked in the bible and read about him. i didn't really look into the the uh, biblical account they didn't he was... say much about it though he didn't yeah. say for the reason or anything no no it just he, he moved but he'll he'll get into his reason that he needs to obtain another pre- place of residence it wasn't like oh you know the neighborhood's gone to crap or anything <laughs> taxes yeah, are too true. high no that's true <laughs> he, he'll, he'll get into it later but i like how he says that so in the next one he, he says he's okay this is important
1: yeah finding there was greater happiness and peace and rest for me i sought for the blessings of the of the fathers and the right whereinto i should be ordained to administer the same Having been myself a follower of righteousness, desiring also to be one who possessed great knowledge, and to be a greater follower of righteousness, and to possess a greater knowledge, and to be a father of many nations. Wow, it's a long verse. A prince of peace, and desiring to receive instructions, and to keep the commandments of God, I became a rightful heir, a high priest, holding the right belonging to the fathers. I
0: like this because it, like in the Bible, like, Abraham just kind of comes on the scene, and you don't know his motivation or anything.
1: Yeah. he's just like traveling.
0: All of a sudden, oh, well, God likes him for some reason. And you never really, you know, I mean, you, okay, he's obedient to God, you know, because you find out with, with him, with Isaac and, you know, and all that, that he's obedient. But you don't exactly find out what his relationship or why his relationship is so good with God. And here he's saying... I sought the blessings of the fathers. You know, the the the, I I want I had knowledge, but I wanted to get greater knowledge. Um, he what is he uh to and to be a greater follower of righteousness, you know, possess yeah. greater knowledge. So he he was like not just happy, not just satisfied with just knowing. You know, uh, he wanted to have it all. I guess all the all the goodness. I think there's a lot
1: in that verse, a lot more than I thought when I read it uh, early this morning. Sorry to reveal what. Sorry to reveal that. Um, what are you doing? So there's well, first of all, I we know that from when we when we when we went through Abraham. Stories last time from the.
0: I have like a bunch of. Them. It was from
1: Jasher, right? Yeah. That um, there was a time Abraham had to go visit Noah. Noah, uh huh? Right. Yeah, and I think um. And of course, it you would you would you would also. Deduce that maybe there was more than Noah there, right? It was Noah, Noah and Shem. Noah and Shem. It yeah. does say Did there it was actually Shem. say Shem? Okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't remember if it said Shem or not.
2: Yeah.
1: So, but the wording here, I like the wording here. I don't know if Joseph Smith did this on purpose or, or if the text did this, right? But it said, um, to be a follower of righteousness, right? Mm hmm. Desiring also to be one who possessed great knowledge and to be a greater follower of. Of righteousness. Have you ever heard anybody refer to that? I want to follow righteousness. No, you're righteous. You're yeah. a righteous person. You don't follow righteousness, right? But the thing is, is um, there's this myth. Of, I think we'll get we'll get into we'll we'll mention the, we'll mention the name, but there's this like myth of Melchizedek. Oh yeah, and Melchizedek comes from the the two Hebrew words ki- Malek. and Zadik, which means King of Righteousness. Oh!
0: Oh! All right. Yeah. So I th-
1: I think it's interesting the wording here.
0: Well, remember in Jasher that w- where you're going to? Yeah. Oh. Okay. That he was wit whenever. He- okay. Now this is going to Jasher. So yeah. He was. He lived with Noah and Shem. Um. I think when he when he was 10 years old, two different times, he, he moved did. over there and they taught him all the things. That's why whenever he came back in Jasher in yeah. the book of Jasher, when he came back, he's like, this is, is wicked the- here. You, what are you guys doing? Like, why are you guys worshiping these idols? I yeah. love that. That's the best story. So, OK. Yeah.
1: So he's a follower. He's a
0: follower of righteousness. So he wasn't just satisfied just learning it from from Noah and, you know, or whatever. From the fathers, they even mentions that he learned yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. Uh it was confer- in verse three. It was conferred upon me from the fathers, right? From the, fa- the the actual source. Yeah, like Noah and and Shem and uh It came down from the fathers from the beginning of time, even from the beginning or bef- before the foundation of the world. We'll see that later. There's also a and, oh, go, oh ahead. go ahead. It mentions. The father
1: of many nations, right? We know, we know that obviously that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, right? But it says a he was desiring to be a father of many nations and a prince of peace. Yeah, which is also interesting because that's what in the future Jerusalem. You know, Shalom means peace, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, he's one of the prince of peace or a prince of Salem. You know, Prince of Okay, there's
0: lots of like lots of wording conveniences Brandon, in there. You're pulling it all together. So in verse four, he says, "I sought for mine appointment unto the priesthood." Okay, remember this is and that in Mormonism they this they, is a big thing. They call it the Melchizedek priesthood the, because the priesthood of Melchizedek, the, the guy yeah. we're talking about, yeah, the uh, the the who's the the priest that actually. They named him Yeah. Blessed blessed Adam Adam or or Abraham. Abraham, uh, Appointed under the priesthood according to the appointment of God under the fathers concerning the seed. I didn't know what the seed was. I was like, is that like a Sethian thing? Remember in the Gnostic? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Where, okay, so you have suddenly what happens is once Seth is born, Adam's like, yes, I got a son after my image, you know. And, and, and in Gnostics, they, they, they make a big deal of the seed of Seth yeah. that they, they claim that they're, the, that's
1: why they're, that's why they call it the Sethians. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I was like, wait, what is this concerning the seed? I didn't know, but maybe it's that, that tracing. Good point. So anyway, we're all like just talking about random stuff. Uh, my father's having turned from their righteousness and from the holy commandments of the Lord. So he's, his father,
1: which to me is always seems a little interesting. How it, it seems like he's surprised by it. It's like, or isn't that why you were not there? In a way, like he said, I came back and they were they had turned
0: from the well. You know, that's what I'm saying is if you've if you've read Jasher, then this you can kind of make some sense out of what's going on because you're like, well, why is he so surprised? Yeah, but if. If he's been gone for a while... Yeah, if he's been know, gone his whole life, almost. Yeah. 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 Then it makes sense. Anyway, so... uh I like... um In verse 7... They turn their hearts to the sacrifice of the heathen... This is interesting, because this wasn't in Jasher... In offering up their children unto these dumb idols... And hearkening not unto the voice... But endeavored to take away my life by the hand of the priests of Elkinah who the priests of Elkinah who is also the priest of Pharaoh, which is weird because he's in Chaldea or, you know, and so, but for some reason, there's the priests of Pharaoh up there.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So first thing is what seems misplaced. It but, is that what what you is what what are you referring to that wasn't mentioned at Jasher the
0: children oh, offering the sacrifice to the okay, that, yeah. that they weren't they were bowing down to to false idols but there wasn't references to them sacrificing. sacrifice and okay. I don't know if there's any even In an Egyptian thing I've never heard of any kind of human sacrifice. Yeah. I don't know. Or in Sumerian, I don't know. Yeah. Because the reason in, in Jasher, the reason they kill are going to kill Abraham, first they have, they've got to kill him. They try to kill him as a baby because there's just been some bad signs. And it's like, well, we can't let him live. And that wasn't about offering up a baby to an idol. That was just That was just be, trying just to just stop killing the, it, killing the yeah. king from being overthrown. Yeah. And then the second time was because he had destroyed and made a mockery of all the idols yeah he was big so they threw him into the fire pit so anyway but in this ver in the 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 Joseph Smith's version that they ha- are trying to offer Abraham up to the um to an idol um and the priest is a priest of Pharaoh. Yeah,
1: we'll have to look past that one
0: for now. Well, I mean, figure out it, maybe, is what it I mean, is. might not explain it. In verse eleven, this priest had offered upon this altar. Oh, and uh, three virgins at one time. At one time, because these virgins they were uh, direct descendants of the loins of Ham, but they were offered up because of their virtue. They would not bow down. To worship the gods of wood or stone. Remember in the in Jasher they kept on saying that. Yeah, over and over, yeah. over and over. Therefore, they were killed upon this altar. So he makes reference to this little picture that, um, and I'll try to put it in the notes uh, of a a man lying. He's lying on this bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lie, It's called lion couch. It's got like a lion's head and feet, you know, kind of like a lion's lion's claw bathtub. That's where that yeah that whole thing comes from. Yeah, but okay, uh, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, so that's but uh, so it's got it looks like a lion, but it's a bed, and then there's a, a a a guy with a knife, you know, but and and going to sacrifice him. So he says, and I'll have you go look and look at this picture and you'll see a representation of what I'm talking about. So that's where I got the idea that Joseph Smith was like looking at pictures and kind of like, what mm-hmm. could this be? Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's a representation, but it doesn't say, you know. Anyway, hopefully, I don't know if that
1: it made It, it made it complete, perfect sense.
0: So that's the first, in the book of Abraham, there's three different pictures yep. that they have.
1: They they call them the facsimiles because they're they copies of, the copies from the scrolls, or mm. from the papyrus,
0: and they weren't the. Anyway, so, um, it came to pass that the priests laid violence upon me that they might slay me also. So the implication you have to assume is Abraham's there he's not willing to worship their idols. There was those three idols or three virgins that were not willing to bow down. Mm-hmm. And so they were they would sacrifice sacrificing them. So maybe it's not quite what we were thinking that they were just offering to their idols. They kill people that wouldn't worship. them. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, um, so he says, because he was, you know, uh, because of his virtue they want to do the same he thing with him. he would bow down to idols of wood and stone um they're going to kill him oh and here's where it says it was made after the four the beds uh of a bed said such as was had among the chaldeans um yeah That's i totally where,
1: understand what your point is about what
0: came first the picture or the text you know like yeah yeah so he makes yeah he makes reference um that you may have an understanding of these gods. I have given you the fashion of them in the figures at the beginning, which manner of figures is called by the child So that's why, according James to Rahelina. the text, that's why that picture was included, just to give you an idea of what the gods look like, what the bed that he was going to be sacrificed on. So it wasn't, he's not necessarily saying, this is what is happening in the picture or what it. But I'm giving. I'm including the picture to give you an idea of what was going on. Yeah. So, anyway, hopefully that makes sense. And like I said, I'll try. To, I will. Of, uh, in, include a link so you can look at these if you're interested. Um. Uh, read verse fifteen. I guess.
1: And as they lifted up their hands upon me. That they might offer me up and take me, take away my life. Behold, I lifted up my voice unto the Lord my God, and the Lord hearkened and heard. And he filled me with the vision of the Almighty. And the angel of his presence stood by me, and immediately unloosed my bands. So he was set free. Yeah. By a... Free by an angel. By an angel. And, and, and his voice was unto me, Abraham, Abraham, behold, my name is Jehovah. Hi. And I have heard thee, and have come down to deliver thee, and to take thee away from thy father's house, and from all thy kinsfolk into a strange land, which thou knowest not of.
0: Yep. So, um, so there you go. There's the member at the beginning. He says, I, it was needful for me to obtain another place of residence. Why was it needful? Because they were trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah. That's why the neighborhood had gone to crap. Yep. So, um, um, and so he starts making some promises. Behold, I will lead thee by my hand and I will take thee to put upon thee my name, even the priesthood of thy father and my power shall be over thee. Ah, here's 19. Read that.
1: And, as it was with Noah, so shall it be with thee. But through thy ministry, my name shall be known in the earth forever, for I am thy God.
0: So, Noah, speaking of Noah. Um, and in verse 20... Behold
1: uh Potiphar's hill was in the land
0: of Ur. Yeah. And the Lord broke down the altar of Elkanah and the gods of the land and utterly destroyed them and smote the priest that he died. And there was great mourning in Chaldea and also in the court of Pharaoh, which Pharaoh signifies king by royal blood. Okay, so so what God does is he says, hey, I'm going to give you, I I heard your, your voice, you know, and I'm going to free you and also I'm going to give you the blessings you're looking for. And then he de- he destroys the, the gods of the land, they're all like destroyed somehow.
1: Yeah. That's the uh,
0: story. Is that the story of him breaking all the idols? That's that's in the, yeah. In the Jasher version, he's over there and he just destroys them himself. But then he makes up this story. Story. I love yeah. this story. Like, well, they were jealous because he was eating all the food. <laughs> <laughs> so, Okay. So, but it talks about, um, that even Pharaoh was, was up, you know, once he found out there's great mourning because he was the king, the priest of Pharaoh up in Chaldea. Yeah.
1: So now he describes, he wants to describe Egypt.
0: Okay. So this is the, or this is an interesting, uh, origin story for Egypt. Um, should I read the origin story? Yeah.
1: Okay. The land of Egypt being first discovered by a woman who was the daughter of Ham and the daughter of Egyptus, which is the Chaldean which in the Chaldean signifies Egypt, which signifies that which is forbidden. Okay. That's for that's why E that's that's I guess it's forbidden. When this woman discovered the land, it was under water, which is interesting. Yeah. You know? Who afterwards settled her sons in it, and thus from Ham sprang that race which preserved the curse in the land.
0: Well, it makes sense, though, if, if she's a daughter of Ham, wait. Yeah. Daughter of Ham, that it would probably still be underwater after the flood. I mean, this is after the flood. Mm-hmm. So eventually the water, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's or what were you thinking? That's a good point. Well, it's just the um, when um, the story of the the Egyptian where the Egyptians come from. You know the story of their kings. They you know when Solon came down into Egypt, the priests told him a story about Atlantis, and that they came from there because but Atlantis was now covered with water. Right? Atlantis was uh gone. Yeah. And there's there's we can look back and if you look at the historical if you look at the if you do like some geology of the earth, you can see that that period that that part of Africa used to be at some point. At some point either covered with water or just quite lush and and Oh yeah. and uh Definitely different than it is now.
0: Well, yeah. If you go with like uh, some, you know, the whole thing about the the Sphinx and the, the yeah. erosion and stuff around it, you know, like oh, yeah. how the heck was there enough rain to you know exactly? Unless it's, been, unless it's older than so there's than a lot. Of, there used to
1: be. There's definitely evidence that the Egypt used to have a lot more water there.
0: Yeah. Um. So she discovers it. Oh, and discovered it underwater. But um, and then eventually set, settled her sons there. From uh, Ham, mm-hmm. okay, and her sons, and thus from Ham, which was she was descendant of, sprang the race which preserved the curse in the land, which we get we also there was also mention of that in the book of Moses yeah but that one was ta- yeah talking to particularly well the possible mark of the curse you know but th- you know that the 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 curse the actual curse was that the descendants of of uh Cain wouldn't have the priesthood or at least according to mormons Okay. Right. I yeah. Mean that he, I, they, and so there was this curse on them, and it was by Mar- by Ham. Okay, Shem, Ham, and Japheth mm-hmm. were the sons of of Noah. Uh, Ham married a woman, at least as according to Mormon lore, who was a descendant of Cain.
1: And from and that- so
0: his descendants couldn't. The kid, the their, the kids of him, of him and his wife could not have the priesthood because they were descendant.
1: And from that sprang the race which preserved the curse in the land.
0: Yeah. Now the first government of Egypt was established by Pharaoh, the eldest son of Egyptus, the daughter of Ham, and it was after the manner of the government of Ham, which was patriarchal. Okay. So uh, read twenty six. Pharaoh
1: being a righteous man established his kingdom and judged his people wisely and justly all his days. So he was doing, he was a good guy. Yeah, the first Pharaoh? Yeah. Seeking earnestly to imitate that order established by the fathers in the first generations in the days of the first patriarchal reign, even in the reign of Adam and also of Noah, his father, who blessed him with the blessings of the earth and with the blessings of wisdom, but cursed him as pertaining to the
0: priesthood. Okay, remember in the Bible the story. This also goes along with what we're talking about, where all of a sudden Cain or Ham sees his father Noah naked,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and 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 uh, then all of a sudden Noah wakes up and realizes that his son saw him naked, but he doesn't curse Ham; he curses. Ham's son Canaan, right? Damn. Well, it's for some reason he doesn't curse Ham for seeing him naked. He curses. He's curses his son. I didn't remember that. Oh well, let's let's find out. Um, there's that stuff on Enoch. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's just see this real quick. There. Me, oh, here it is. Canaan curse. Okay. Sham and Japheth blessed. Okay. Um. And he drank wine and was drunken and he was uncovered in his tent. Right. Mm-hmm. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father. Oh, this is in Genesis nine. So, and Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren without. So, you say, hey, dude, dad's naked and drunk yeah. in there. Let's go, let's go, like, <laughs> prank and him And Shem or and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon their shoulders and went in backwards. They weren't looking at him naked. No, yeah, of course not. And, and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backward, and they saw not their father's nakedness. Okay? Yeah, they were... So, and Noah woke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. Somehow, okay, and, and he said, wait, and he said, cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. (laughs) This is, and... He said, blessed be the Lord God of Shem and Canaan shall be his servant. God shall enlarge Japheth and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem and Canaan shall be his servant. So suddenly, so for some reason, okay, and then then when we look in the book of Jasper, or Jasher, Jasper. Jasper, Jasher, there's the whole story where actually Canaan, or no, Ham, takes the garment off of Noah. Yeah, this is the this is the garment that was given to Adam in the Garden of Eden, Mm -hmm. and it it gave it gave him power over the animals and stuff. He stole it from Canaan and that's and then he passed it on through the line till Nimrod got it. Yeah, we love that story. Anyway, so um, so in this in this one. It seems like pos- this is where that story comes from where it actually what happened was his father got Noah got drunk, Cannon sneaks in, takes his garment, so he's naked, and it and then the boys go and cover him up and then tell their dad, Hey, and then that's why he gets cursed. He's like, You got the freaking garment now, but you're none of your posterity are gonna have, you know, the there's a lot of confusion here between Sumeria and Egypt.
1: Like are they, it's like the story took place took, took place in both
0: places. What story? This whole story. What, are you talking about this Abraham one? Yeah. Oh, uh, the Joseph Smith one. Yeah, or both, because. Well, it's going back and forth because I. Yeah, there's a lot of going back and forth. Well okay
1: so anyway hopefully I think in that in the Joseph in the in the Mormon in Joseph Smith Abraham okay it looks like Pharaoh the first Pharaoh was actually Ham
0: okay Could it, it kind of says it no it says that the first Pharaoh was the eldest son of Egyptus who was the wife of In 26,
1: of it says, Pharaoh, being a righteous man, established his kingdom and judged his people wisely, right, and justly all his days, seeking earnestly to imitate that order established by his fathers in the first generations in the days of the first patriarchal reign, which which was, we just talked about Ham wanting that, wanting that, so it's taking, he, he, he wanted that so bad he took the robe from his father. Yeah. And then it says, even in the reign of Adam, and also of Noah, his father, who blessed him with the blessings of the earth.
0: Oh, I see. But it could be his father, like like just general like, father, like his I mean, grandfather, a, or a, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, like father and father's fathers. I don't know. I, I it could be, but it, it seems like anyway. I mean, well. If these aren't necessarily linked either. It's just going through the story and kind of like this, because this story is not even in there. Sure. You know, the whole yeah. thing about egyptus And, but it, uh, the main point is that, that fair, that the government, the government of Egypt, this is the thing, the government of Egypt, this, it was established after the manner of, of, the the government of God, the patriarchy of the, the pre flood patriarchy. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a stat. He wanted to do it as best he close. He could, but he didn't have the, the proper authority to do it, you know? So he was, he's imitating it the best that he could. Yeah. So the Pharaoh being of that lineage by which he could not have the right of the priesthood. Oh, in verse 27, it actually says, Notwithstanding the pharaohs would fain claim it from Noah through Ham, therefore my father was led away by their idolatry.
1: He was led away by that. yeah, but that's what, that's what I'm saying. once again we're like we're like blurring the lines between Egypt and
0: yeah but okay, we got to know that this text it it doesn't know geography correct okay <laughs> you know i yeah. mean uh, you've got potiphar's hill up in up in uh child chaldea yeah you know and you've got the 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 priest of pharaoh up in sumeria exactly you know so it's kind of like i mean that's what i'm saying that might be one, one of the I mean, I obviously an argument people would make. Well, it's all over the place. Yeah. Okay. With the geography, but the point is, is that they're making is that the Can- the Canaanites, the blood of the Canaanites, that curse that was given to uh, Cain. the Cain yeah. Canaan. You know, from that Ham. So, you know, saw Noah naked or whatever, for whatever reason, he cursed Canaan. And this, the, the Pharaoh, the guy that established Egypt was a descendant of Canaan. So he had all the knowledge and everything, but he didn't have the authority. And this is a big deal in Mormonism, too, because they are big into the proper authority. Mm-hmm. Whereas Joseph Smith in the begin, you know. I mean, and even Abraham in the beginning of this says that I wanted to be ordained to administer the same, you know, uh, all the blessings of the father. I wanted to do it the right way to be a possessor of greater a greater follower of righteousness and to possess a greater knowledge to be a father of nations, you know, to do it through the right way, to be yeah. a high priest. The references to the the proper authority was mentioned at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So that so that's why he goes into this little thing on Egypt Egypt saying they had it right, like yeah. the right idea at least according to this but they just didn't have the the proper authority, so I don't know. Maybe that's why Joseph Smith was like, "This is awesome to be able to translate Egyptian because they have they have it right." Yeah, yeah. You know, it they comes have all from, it the, come from the same source. all the right parts there, but they just didn't have the right authority, according to Joseph Smith. Okay. So hopefully, we didn't go off on too much of a. So, um, okay. Um, so the Pharaohs, so 27, you know, like I said, Pharaoh being of that lineage by which he could not have the right of the priesthood, notwithstanding the Pharaohs would fain claim it from Noah. So the Pharaohs from since then were like, we've got the authority. You know, we are God kings. Yeah. So, um, and, uh, so there comes a famine on the land and his dad in verse 30 says um, his father, uh, Tara, he repented of the evil with which he had determined against me to take away my life. Okay. So this is another key puzzle or piece statement of piece of, of a puzzle. Cause it never mentioned. It didn't mention earlier that terah was, was part yeah. of this plot. But, and, like, in Jasher, it was Terra that turned him man Because like, yeah. he killed, he destroyed all my gods. No, oh, yeah. You know? And Terra actually lied and got his other son killed. Remember that? Oh, yeah. It was horrible. Freaking Terra.
1: Wasn't that guy's name Haran or something? They should
0: call him Terrorist. Oh. I would hate Ouch. to be him. Yeah, his, well, actually, it talks about his brother um, in a little bit. Yeah, Haran. Oh, that's right. It's, um... um Okay, in verse
1: 31 read that but the records of the fathers even the patriarchs concerning the right of priesthood the Lord my God preserved in mine own hands therefore a knowledge of the beginning of the creation and also of the planets and of the stars as they were made known unto 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 the fathers have I kept unto this day and I shall endeavor to write some of these things upon this record for the benefit of my posterity and that shall come after
0: me okay so he had this record of the fathers remember enoch was the you know uh great record keeper yeah thoth you know the egyptians have their Thoth. yeah, yeah. i'm just saying you know so you have these different parallels between the things because guess what they had the truth, they just didn't have the right to the priesthood. yeah, they knew it
1: they just didn't, they weren't able, they weren't allowed to
0: do but, it so and you know what but I think that not I mean you can see so many parallels in all the different religions throughout the world too that they all come from one source, you know mm-hmm. and not not saying that the way they're say, saying it in here is correct or whatever, but they all came from an original source and kind of seemed to be dispersed out. So there's a lot of similarities, but he in this he's claiming that that he has the, a complete record of the fathers, probably that he got from Noah and Shem or whatever, you know, yeah. written on tablets or whatever. And so he's gonna endeavor and even had uh, knowledge of the beginning of the creation and also the planets and the stars and all that, kind of like the Moses thing where it's all the creation and. And the recording of of from Adam and Eve down, you know, kind of like Genesis.
1: Exactly. I um, I don't remember this next part. So I didn't when I I was reading through it earlier. I'm like, I don't remember this happening. What? But the whole the you mentioned the whole when they they leave. Oh well,
0: it's not that big of a deal. It's but except for the part that
1: I didn't remember was Haran. Oh. It, says, it says Haran died.
0: Now the Lord caused you know, the famine to wax sore in the land of Ur insomuch that Haran, my brother, died. And Because it, it makes it seem like he died from the famine. From the famine. He did. Well, according to this. Yes, exactly. According to this version. In the Jasher version, he was he, burned. He, he died because, his, yeah, he he was killed by uh, Nimrod. The, fir- the furnace, yeah.
1: And then it says my and then it mentions his brother Nehor. Yeah. Which I think in the I think in the Jasha version it's Nahor, right? Yeah. But yeah, not, it's pretty pretty close to the same thing.
0: Nehor, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they get married and then they take off and they go out and uh Verse seven. Um He's in this strange land. Arise and take Lot. Uh, Get thee out of Haran. Now they have to flee out of Haran because there's a... um, And then God starts making some promises to him in seven.
1: Yeah, the the earth will be your
0: footstool. No, the the earth is my footstool.
1: Oh, the earth is my footstool. Okay. So God's
0: kind of starting in a Genesis kind of thing, maybe. Yeah.
1: And I stretch my hand over the sea, and it obeys my voice. I cause the wind to fire up to be my chariot.
0: I say the mountains depart hence. Okay. My And then he says, My name is Jehovah, and I know the end from the beginning. Therefore, my hand shall be over thee, and I'll make thee a great nation. Oh, this is what he wants. I will bless thee above measure, and make thy name great among all nations. Thou shalt be bl- a blessing under thy seed after thee, that in their hands they shall bear this ministry and priesthood unto all nations. Mm -hmm. So he gets the promise from from God that he's finally going to get what he wants. But the interesting thing is, okay, remember in the book of Moses, like he's always talking about Jesus and stuff. And then in this version, he's calling himself Jehovah. Interesting. That is interesting. So this is like a different... I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Is for some reason he's not coming straight out, and you know, because that one was making the parallel, like, mm-hmm. we'll oh, it's going to be Jesus, you know, he's that going to be that lamb slain. That's why you're Adam. That's why you're offering sacrifices. Yeah, that's interesting. But this one, it's more along the lines of the Hebrew version of it. You know mm-hmm. how they would write it, even though. So it's just kind of an interesting idea.
1: And there's a constant reference to the priesthood.
0: Yeah, constant. Where in the other one, it never mentioned the priesthood. So, mm. And then, right, so he goes down and ends up going down into Egypt. Or he's getting ready to go and then God says to him, Hey. Which verse? 22.
1: Oh, okay. And it came to pass when I was come near to enter into Egypt, the Lord said unto me, Behold, Sarai thy wife is a very fair woman to look upon. She's hot. Therefore it shall come to pass when the Egyptians shall see her, they will say, She is his wife, and they will kill you. But they will save her alive. Therefore see that you do this do on this wise Let her say unto the Egyptians That she is thy sister And thy soul shall live And it came to pass that I Abraham took Sarai my wife All that the Lord had said unto me Oh told Sarai my wife All that the Lord had told me And uh, that, that thou art my sister That it will be well with me For thy sake And my soul shall live because of thee
0: Yeah So that's, that's so like a they close. have God telling him though yeah god yeah. saying hey it's not it's not
1: it's not abraham being a trickster and just trying to yeah trick uh of course this was the in the uh in the jasher story it was no it was to it was
0: to um it happened like, couple, like yeah. three times yeah like wait i know last time i think is amelisi or something was like wait i know who you are and i know what happened in yeah, these other I've heard, I've heard about this. <laughs> like He's like, okay, around. no, you're just, you're fine. Just, I'm not gonna, I don't want to have these, the curse that happened. Yeah, so in this, in this version, it's, it's God that tells Abraham to lie. So, um, so Abraham, um, okay, well, it's kind of. Abraham has a thing called the Urim and and Thummim that you didn't hear about before. Suddenly, but in verse chapter 3, it says, And I, Abraham, had the Urim and Thummim, which the Lord my God had given unto me in Ur of the Chaldees. And I saw the stars, that they were very great, that one of them was nearest unto the throne of God. And there were many great ones which were nearer to me. So this Urim and Thummim, it's, some, it's like a, some seer stones. Yeah. I think it means lights and... Actually, I actually might uh, say... The actual... Well, Egypt, plural, the actual both those
1: words are plural, so something against...
0: Lights weird. and... Uh, gosh dang it, let me look in the, the, the dictionary back here. But... It, it's something that they talk about. Where where do they talk about it? In uh, in the in the in the Bible? Yeah. Oh wait, actually, they Exodus twenty thirty. Yeah, they were on the breastplate, right? And I think Exodus twenty eight thirty. Yeah, I wonder what they say about it in here. It says, and thou shalt put in the breastplate of judgment, the Urim and Thummim, and they shall be upon Aaron's heart when he goeth in before the Lord. So anyway, but these, this Urim and Thummim that uh, Abraham's talking about is some kind of seeing device, I think. So. Okay, do you want to get into this?
1: The meaning is possibly lights and perfections. That's it, lights and perfections. And just for context, Joseph Smith actually, with the gold plates, also found the Urim, or a Urim and Thummim yeah. device. And he used those to translate the gold plates.
0: With inspiration from God, of course, as well. Well, and... His own the stone. and his own seer stone that he had that he had dug up, yeah, which is fact. It's not fiction. Yeah. <laughs> so, does yeah. in, in case you're a fact checker, well, I'm just saying. So, Urim and Thummim was like for in Mormonism is 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 more known that in Mormonism is known as like a seer stone or something that can mm-hmm. you can look into and translate and different yeah. things. So and uh, but. Uh, Abraham uses this or he mentions that he has it and then he starts to see a vision he uses it to see yeah this vision uh, so this is like this
1: so here's the uh, star the stars right the astronomy part
0: yeah and in there's a there's a big tradition in 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 uh, the Jewish traditions that what one of the big things Abraham did whenever he went down to Egypt was to teach the Egyptians yeah. astronomy. Yeah, or, I mean astro- they claim that astrology. he was the one that taught astronomy or astrology or whatever to the Egyptians. That's what the in the Jewish traditions like if I think it's in uh, Josephus, and that's one of the reasons why
1: for the there's like diff there's a few different um his there's a few different historical figures or well, anyways there's a few there's a few different people who are suspected to be one and the same as hermes the thrice great yeah and one of the there's different opinions some people think it's moses some people think it's it's abraham some people yeah. think it's you know so Abraham is one of the... And I think that's one of the reasons why people think it's Abraham is because of this uh, astronomy teaching and taught them how to do these things. Yeah. So...
0: so but not um, how to cut roots, though. No. Mm-mm. No, he wouldn't do that. So uh, that's knowledge from the fallen angels that he... You know? Yeah, we don't want that. So he he... God shows him, okay, Um so I said that I saw the stars, and they were very great, and one of them was nearest unto the throne of God, and there were many great ones which were near unto it, okay, in verse 3, and the Lord said unto me, these are the governing ones, and the name of the great
1: one is Kolob, because it is near unto me, for I am the Lord thy God. I have set this one to govern all those who... which. Which belong to the same
0: order as that upon which thou standest. So, so the world uh, s- that you're on. Same order as the world that you're on, but this is this this governing one. This one, Kolob, is this nearest star to me. Um, which is
1: an interesting name of a star because it's like almost the same word as what
0: Hebrew w- word for star is, Kokob. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, well they go actually you know because he says coca coca bean bean stars oh yeah. that's his Hebrew yeah <laughs> well okay then judge Smith it he says Well, that's I didn't realize that because he well then why is he using Hebrew to talk uh, and, okay he's he's very confused because later on he talks about well, we'll get to it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that that was actual Hebrew and that, but he didn't use the Egyptian name. He used the Hebrew name. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to it. Okay. And the Lord said unto me by the Urim and Thummim, that Kolob was after the manner of the Lord. Okay. So according to its times and seasons and the revolutions thereof, that one revolution was a day unto the Lord. Okay. After his manner of reckoning it being 1,000 years according to the time appointed unto that where on their thou standest. So, okay. There's remember, there's a whole back with Adam and Eve, the book of Adam and Eve. Yeah. There, they say it'll be five and a half days before Adam's redeemed, right? Five, th- but that's 5,500 years. Cause
1: in the reckoning of... In, in the uh, reckoning
0: yeah. of God. Yeah. But, okay, so this is going through to, to tell you why one d- day under the Lord is a thousand years here on this planet.
1: Yeah, it's because God governs from a different place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so you've got, okay, you've got the earth that's going around the sun. It takes 365 days. This is yeah. your basic thing then you've got mars actually dang i wish it would that's going around the sun and how long does it take it to go all the way around the sun more days because it's further out so further out the further out you go the more days it, the the more days there are to one revolution yeah, around the sun that's true so kolob's in a place the this one that's nearest to god this planet is it a planet it says a star, but yeah, it's a it's a world. Well, a world that's nearest yeah. to God is a thousand years, and that's the last time. That's the la that after that, it's not where God is. It's not where God lives, but it's the one that's nearest to Him. After that that's right. time ends, you okay. know, there's no more time. So God just calculates from wherever Kolob is. So it's a thousand. The re- uh, one uses, revolution he uses that time he uses that time uh, system. Yeah, yeah. One revolution. For them is a, a thousand years here on Earth. That makes sense. Yeah. So somebody said that before that that the that this whole thing was to locate find to sh- show that God had had a location in the universe. This is trying to find a map to God. Hmm. <laughs> so I've heard that before. Okay. I, I mean, you know, speculation or whatever, but yeah. this is actually. Proving that God is real, that there, he's actually can be located.
1: Rather than like in another, like he's plane of existence yeah, or something or on a cloud. I don't above, know. Above, that, above earth.
0: Yeah. That's just, that's just, uh, I mean, whether that means anything or do you want another drink? Sure. What else you got? I got, uh, goslings and Diet Dr. Pepper and reg- a regular Diet Dr. Pepper yeah. or regular Dr. Pepper. With um, sugar Dawes? sure doctor doctor regular sure or i'll give you this let's break the rules today oh okay i'm sorry brandon are you well so okay anyway but that okay no i'm not saying that any mormon has said this or is claiming that this is a map to god or whatever <laughs> yeah i mean that's just crazy to well say. i had
1: never heard that before but it sounds interesting so, like using revolutions of solar systems and trying to find out where God was, or
0: maybe maybe this is Joseph Smith's explanation of why a thousand days is, you know, why mm-hmm. a th- or a thousand years is one day here on Earth, and that's and
1: that is why the Lord in the garden, God in the garden told Adam, in the day, you shall surely die. Because it really was. In the
0: day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. They, actually, they go on and say Okay later. Yeah. And let's skip to that real quick. Okay. Um. Because because he does use this. Um, Do you know where it's at? Yeah, I got it marked. Um, okay. In verse 13 of Abraham, chapter 5. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Jeez. I'm like thinking that I'm figuring it out, and I've already read it, and I just forgot. Brandon, he already figured it out for you. Yeah. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now I, Abraham, saw that it was after the Lord's time, which was after the time of Kolob. For as... yet the gods had not appointed unto adam his reckoning see so, so he, there the so god whenever
0: going? god says the the day that they hadn't the world hadn't even been totally set in its revolution, you know in yeah, its days sure. so it was it was so whenever he said the day that you eat you sh- surely die was a thousand thousand years of yeah. earth time yeah for all those who thought that adam got away with that he didn't like, he didn't See, Joseph Smith just proved it. So this is, uh, anyway. So, uh, the Lord said unto me by the Urim and Thumb that Kolob was after the manner of the Lord according to time and seasons. Oh yeah, this is where we're, okay. In verse six and the Lord said unto me, now, Abraham, these two fasts exist. Behold, thine, I see it is given unto you thee to know the times and reckonings, um, Wait, what are the two facts that exist? Yeah, what are the two facts? There is a reckoning of time of one planet above another Mm -hmm. until thou come nigh unto Kolob. So you got these planets stacked. Like you got Earth. Just say from Earth. Mars. You know, you keep on... And times expand and getting greater until thou comes to Kolob. Which Kolob is after the reckoning of the Lord's time, which Kolob is set nigh unto the throne of God to govern all those planets which belong to the same order as upon that which thou standest. So they're all, um, gosh, where am I? Um, Is given unto thee to know the set time of all these stars that are set to give light until um, thou comest unto the throne of God.
1: Yeah, he's just saying the same thing, in like in five different ways. Just basically elaborating on it. He could have said, "Just believe me; it's a yeah, thousand years." But
0: no, he's 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 saying he's walk. He's trying to walk him through it. Yeah. You know, you're finding out. Like, I mean, there's like probably mathematics involved and all kinds of. You know, if this is, but you know, because you're, but. uh, And in verse 12, and his hand was stretched out, and he put his hand upon my eyes. And I saw those things which his hands had made. Remember in uh, Enoch, he says, hey, get some clay. Yeah. Anoint thy eyes, and you can see. In this one, God's hand stretches out and actually touches his eyes, and he can see. That's better than having to put clay in them. Yeah mud in your eye yeah okay so the two things okay the thing i was getting at with these two facts exist because this becomes kind of esoteric like i think esoteric is the right word I don't... oh yeah sure but where it gets kind of strange and kind of like deep you know yeah like, and there's Whoa. multiple meanings to it yeah. yeah so okay in verse 16 of abraham chapter 3 uh you read that because i'm doing a lot if of two
1: things exist and there be one above the other, there shall be greater things above them. Therefore Kolob is the greatest of all oh, of the it cocoa beam. That's the, that means? Stars. Okay. That thou hast seen, because it is nearest unto me. Okay, so in verse 18. in 16 almost like a way to, another way to reword as above, so below?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, 17. these
0: things are all—they're all related, but some things are greater. If you see some it here, there's
1: a good. You're going oh, to see it there. That's what I'm saying.
0: That's where this gets esoteric. Yeah. and I'd like to re- actually read 17 because I might, we might pick up on some things that are like. Whoa. Now, if there be
1: two things, one above the other, and the moon be above the earth. Then it may be that a planet or a star may exist above it, and there is nothing that the Lord thy God shall take in his heart to do, but what he will do it. Okay, that one was that
0: was not boring. Bad. Eighteen. Though.
1: eighteen. <laughs> 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 We're waiting for the kick- kicker.
0: Like, where's the punchline here? Well, where's I got it? stuff marked. I just wasn't sure. I didn't want to miss something. How be it
1: that he has made the greatest, the greater star, all, as also if there be two spirits and one should be more intelligent than the other. Yet these two spirits notwithstanding one is more intelligent than the other have no beginning they existed before they shall have no end they shall exist after they shall exist after for they
0: are no long or eternal so he's, he's taken from the planet thing like okay i showed you these planets and how like this one's greater than this one this one all the way up to the throne of god but i want you to know and then he goes but there's now he's talking about spirits, like the spirit of man. Uh, one's going to be there's always going to one's going to be more intelligent than the other, you know. Yeah, there's no e- There's no equality. Exactly. Just like you don't see an equal. It's like you don't
1: see a, a, a planet that they're they don't all, all have the same. the same amount of moons. They don't all have the same size of moons. Or yeah, their yeah.
0: their their days of reckoning are different. He's like, I showed you this so you can understand that it's the same with spirits, but. Understand that just because one isn't as great as the other, you know, quote, great, or as intelligent as the other, that they're all eternal. That they have no beginning, they existed before, and they shall have no end. They exist after.
1: So I wanted to mention something about Nolom. Okay. So I've gotten in I've gotten in
0: trouble before for this. Well, but you're you won't get in trouble here, Brandon.
1: Well, no, I got in trouble at a at ASU at Arizona State in my Hebrew department, Hebrew studies department. I was in
0: okay for <laughs> Nolam.
1: Yeah, so no, there's a word in so you know what Nolam means, right? He says or eternal, right? Uh huh. There's a, the Hebrew word, there's a Hebrew word, Olam. Okay, that means forever.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: What's interesting, though, is... And I found this, and I'm like, wait a second. I think you told me this before. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. So in Hebrew, there's two letters. There's oh, two okay. Hebrews in letter. There's two Hebrew letters that basically make no sound. One of them is Aleph, right? Aleph makes no sound. It's what we. It's what their, their vowels are. He uses a lot of the vowels. Oh, okay. The other one is Ayin. Okay. So... I N is the one is the is the is the is the is the letter that the word nolam, or the word olam is spelled with. The Hebrew word oh, olam starts with I N,
0: but it doesn't make a noise.
1: So the thing is, is, th- their Hebrew is like a, it was like a language that died and had to come back. Yeah. Right. There apparently used to be a sound that. not know that, that the I M used to make. But they know one only some pe- some like rabbis. There's a few rabbis out there that can make that sound, like some of the, like the real dedicated rabbis can make it. But it's not a it's not a sound that people today really use very often, and so it's hard for us to say. And it is, it you basically the way you can make the sound. I've heard how described how to make that sound, and you basically have to take your tongue and roll it back into your mouth and make a. It's like a, like a click, mm-hmm. but we have to take your no your tongue, ta- tongue, and roll it back in your mouth, and make a guttural sound with that. And when I learned that, I was like, "Wait a second! So how did Joseph put a G and N on the beginning of Olam? How did he know to do that? It was interesting. So I brought that up to my to my one of my professors at. The Hebrew Studies Department. What'd saying say? Like that's not there's not enough like
0: evidence for that. And <laughs> like, like, I was just, I'm just asking <laughs> questions, buddy. That's funny. Anyways. So the possible the the possible missing. It's interesting. Thing. Yeah, either way. Or he could have been just taught Hebrew that way. Yeah, he
1: was taught Hebrew
0: by a rabbi.
1: Yeah. Right? So
0: exactly. Or he began to be taught exactly. I mean, that's why he uses like. That's the thing. Like, if you hear some of his things, he started learning German too, Mm -hmm. and so in some of his speeches, Joseph Smith's speeches, he'll say words in German and stuff.
1: Nothing against Joseph Smith. I I think he's a pretty interesting guy, but he seems the type of character. That would start to learn something and before he learned it well enough would like, okay, I, I, I know enough now. Yeah. And like become an expert himself at it yeah, in yeah. a way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you, Brandon. Do you? But that's just rude. It's just rude. Why would you say that? No, but um, dang, why, why did I put... What are you looking up here? Well, I wasn't Call looking Want me the up banter
1: to banter while you're looking that up? Well... It's the second time I use banter today, by the way.
0: That's okay. I was looking up something in the Corpus Hermeticum. Oh, classic! Dude, the Corpus Hermeticum is awesome. But I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find it because I put two verse thirty. You're looking for
1: above and below? No. You're looking for the.
0: There's something on the, the eternal eternity. Eternal. Okay. Um,
1: so there's another. These two facts do exist. That there are two spirits. So he's basically saying that what you were saying, he's basically using this above and below mechanism to say, hey, there's not equality in between two spirits. Some have more, some are,
0: some are way more advanced than others. Yeah. But saying, but they're all eternal. Exactly. That's the thing. That's the thing that makes them equal is that they're all, they're going to. they were all from the beginning and they will be all from the end. That's how God is eternal. He's from the beginning and the end. Um, oh, this is just kind of a... What's his name? It's like? like... Uh, Tad is... Oh, Will Tad. I love to He asks his dad a question. He says, uh, The things that live in the cosmos, Father though they are parts of it do they not die you know of mm, course, yes uh, hey i mean they're, they're in it but they're gonna die right yeah I remember and that then, and then uh hermes is like hold your tongue child <laughs> the terminology of becoming leads it. you astray they do not die my child as complete bodies they are only dissolved okay Dissolution is not death, but the dissolution of an alloy. They are dissolved, not to be destroyed, but to become new. Things, you know, um, uh, therefore my child, you should know that everywhere in the cosmos, everything is moved either by decrease or by increase taken as a whole. My child, the entire cosmos is free from change, but its parts are all subject to to change. Um, Nothing, however, is corruptible or destroyed. Life is not birth, but awareness, and change is forgetting, not death. Everything living, every living thing is immortal, but most of all, mankind who is capable of receiving God and fit to keep company with Him. Um, anyway, but this, so these, this kind of thing is like something that's been taught for a long time, you know, this isn't like, um, what was my thing about? What, what? Why was I going with Corpus Hermeticum 2? What was it? Anyway, whatever.
1: Yeah, I what think you funny. just found it. That was but Tat. The, Good job,
0: Tat. But anyway, yeah. So the, uh, this is part of the occult, you know, kind of knowledge stuff. Yeah, that's where that's what I'm saying. Kind of gets like esoteric and like you're Whoa, right.
1: There's. I see why you're saying that now.
0: Yeah. Like it's deep, man. Like so the whole point of showing the the different the variations of the stars all the way from earth till you get to heaven. I mean, who knows how you know, or to the star that's closest to God's throne. Yeah. You know, was to teach, hey, there's there's greater things out there, but they're all eternal. Okay, let's keep going. Um Uh My Wisdom Excel Oh, this is where God's like Oh, and by the way, which verse? you know, um, verse twenty-one. I dwell in the midst of them all, of, of chapter three. Yeah. Um, I know, therefore, I now, therefore, have come down into thee to declare unto thee the works which my hands have made, wherein my wisdom excelleth them all. For I rule the heavens above. And in the earth beneath. I came down in the beginning in the midst of all the intelligence that thou hast seen. So in in this one and in I've been listening to some stuff on uh Hermetic stuff that God comes down and there's just this chaos.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: The elements are there.
1: Yeah, the the coil darkness and the coiling and the Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he comes and he organizes the chaos. And makes it, and you know these things are eternal, like he's saying. So this is kind of the, a different look on creation, the creation story.
1: Yeah, it be it would, it would be the um, cru- it was crude.
0: Yeah, crude matter. Crude, crude matter. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, like combining a, it into. Have you been listening to those Ruba Filos? Yeah, like that was re- the really good stuff. Um, so and now okay, in twenty two. Of
1: um, three. Now the Lord had shown unto me Abraham the intelligences that were organized before the world was and among all these There were many of the noble and the great ones noble and great ones Mm -hmm. And God saw these souls that they were good and he stood in the midst of them And he said these I will make my rulers for he stood among those that were spirits and he saw that they were good and he said unto me Abraham Thou art one of them. Thou wast chosen before thou wast born.
0: Okay, so remember, back he said um, that this priesthood um, was this priesthood um, was appointed. Oh, here it is. It came down from the fathers from the beginning of time. Yea, even from the beginning, or from before the foundation of the earth, down to the present time, even the right of the firstborn. So, this is kind of hearkening back to what he, what Abraham had said earlier, that that God had had started this, uh, this, what did it, what did it call it just now? This priesthood or this. What am I trying to say? I don't know say? what word you're looking for. Dang it, Brandon. Help yeah. me out here. Um what well, was the right of the firstborn, from even from before the foundation of the world, that this had begun, that these this organization and this priesthood, this power, this knowledge, all this stuff began even before the world was founded. And here's God coming among the intelligences, these mm-hmm. spirit or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call them, intelligences. Yeah, sure. And he saw that there were many noble and great ones. Like, you guys are good enough. And he, and he says, Abraham, you were one of them. Yeah. You know, but you were one that helped, that I, I chose, before that I was even born into the world, to help me to create and organize, you know, the world.
1: And 24. And there stood one amongst them that was likened to God. And he said unto those who were with who were with him, We will go down, for there is space there. And we will take of these materials, and we will make an earth whereon these may dwell. Okay, so talking about the, you know, spirits. Mm-hmm. And we will prove them herewith to see if they will do all things whatsoever the Lord their God shall command them.
0: Okay, so... The this is talking about the world becoming some kind of a testing proving ground,
1: yeah. And they who keep their first estate shall be added upon, and they who keep not their first estate shall not have glory in the same kingdom with those who kept their first estate, and they who keep their second estate shall have glory added upon their heads forever and ever.
0: Okay, so, um. So it's all this, God saw that the, these spirits were there or these intelligences made. And then they start to the God, one that's was like unto God, you know, the son of man mm-hmm. says, Hey, okay. Part what God wants us to do is to make, create an earth we're on. These are going to dwell and they can learn more. We can take them to the next level, I guess. You know their intelligences so if we give them this experience on the earth right yeah then they can prove become you know become a a, a follower of ri- greater righteousness gain more knowledge and keep you know and be added upon so uh this is interesting
1: and then the lord said whom shall i send to go down right uh-huh and Do this, and one said, and one answered like unto this, like unto the Son of Man. Like how they 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 say like unto. It's like okay.
0: Like was it the Son of Man? Yeah.
1: And one answered like unto the Son of Man. Here I am. Send me. And another answered and said, Here I am. Send me. So they both say the same thing. But and the Lord said, I will send the first. And the second was angry and kept not his first estate. And at that day, many followed after him.
0: Yep. So the guy, so, I mean, and this story is back in Moses. If, uh, where. That's right. But the thing is that he's not, again, in this one, they're not explicitly using names for some reason. No, not. It's like, why are you saying Jesus? Why are you saying Satan? <laughs> you know?
1: Because this is a translation.
0: Well, that yeah. Well, it's just it's just interesting because, but so you got the Son of Man saying, "I'll do it." You know, the guy, the the one that's that is the one that said, "Hey, let's go down and make materials." Yeah. You know, and but the the second one is upset and. He lot he kept not his first estate. So the first estate was And I was as we just learned, if you don't keep your first estate, then you don't get the glory. Yeah, and he's cast out. And that and according to Moses, that's that's the devil and his angels that is cast down to the earth. Mm. They don't have they don't have the opportunity to be get their little bodies and be tested. Yeah. They don't get their the second estate. Actually they work according to, you know, to to help to there to uh, prove the people by trying to get them not to follow God I guess so they're part they become part of the plan even though they don't want to be or whatever I don't know it's interesting people are probably confused by what I mean I'm confused you are you no, definitely confused
1: not in this but the, I, I'm put I'm putting together things from everything oh else, okay so.
0: so anyway um so there and then um, the Lord said let us go down and they went down at the beginning and they said they that is the gods organize and form the heavens and the earth okay so um now it goes into the, cre- the creation story
1: yeah we so love the creation story that was
0: the creation before the creation or the you know where, are we're actually now we found we found out how god even got spirits and stuff yeah so now we go into a creation story That was story. The
1: pre-creation story
0: yeah and this one's interesting um because they're they keep on saying okay Okay, and the earth after it was formed was empty and desolate because uh, they had not formed anything but the earth, and darkness reigned upon the face of it, and the spirit of the gods was brooding upon it. And they, the gods, said, "Let there be light," and there was light. Okay, so this is like a different version. Like we just we just we're talking about the Moses version where it it was following the Bible one.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where it was talking about God and through, you know, the sun. Mm -hmm. But this one has the gods.
1: Yeah. The Elohim. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So that are creating it. And there, um, the God said, let there be light. And there was light and they, the gods comprehended the light for it was bright. And they divided, you know. And yeah. uh, they call it day and night.
1: So something similar to the Genesis story, but it's a, it's re, you know, but these guys are wa-
0: these gods are like learning. They're watching it, okay? Yeah, they're observing it and making decisions based upon how they observe it. Yeah, and uh, but there's a particular phrase that I wanted to um like in verse 10 and the gods pronounce the dry land earth and the gather and the gathering together of the waters pronounced they great waters and the gods saw that they were obeyed. So they're like,
1: hmm. um, yeah. So story.
0: they're, they're, they're ordering it and they're waiting and watching and making sure that, that it's obeying the, that, that the, this the materials are obeying, so they're like learning almost. Yeah, okay. These gods, they're like baby gods. Yeah, like that's Muppet cool. babies, baby gods.
1: First, the first image I had in my head too. I just didn't say anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm saying, well, I'm saying they're they're like little baby, like learning gods. You know, whenever God said, "Hey, these are the noble and great ones. You know, these will all make our, our rulers, and I'm going to teach them right from the beginning." how matter works. Yeah. Maybe this goes into alchemy. Sure. Like, the, like the, you learn a lot or supposedly you can learn a lot by learning how matter works as above. So below kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and it was so as, and the gods saw that they were obeyed, it keeps repeating that in verse 12. Uh, the fruit, whose seed could only bring forth the same in itself after its kind, and the gods saw that they were obeyed. So they're watching, and they're. And one of the interesting things too is that instead of going by days, they're they're saying the third time, you know, the like after they do the first thing, and that was the first time. That's and right. And the second thing was the second time. It's not days. It's just it's like given... time spans. Yeah, time span. It's not, you know, giving it because actually the sun and the 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 Earth and the moon, this that cycle isn't even put in order till later. So it's not. So it kind of gives a a little more wiggle room for creating the Earth and just instead of seven days, you know, it says time. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, there's un, an undefined time period. And, uh, and the gods watch those things, which they had ordered until they obeyed. These are just watch watching. So they do the same thing that we have in the Genesis story, you know, yeah.
1: item by item, except where they give more detail on like how they waited for it to happen. And then they
0: notice that it did happen. Mm-hmm. You got the beasts of the water, beasts of the land, the trees, yeah. the light and day, and then in 26.
1: And the gods the gods took counsel among themselves and said, "Let us go down and form man in our image, after our likeness, and we will give them dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all of the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth." So the gods went down to organize man in their own image. In the image of the gods to form they him, male and female to form they them. Wow. And the God said, We will bless them. It's harder when
0: you make them plural.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And we will bless them. And the God said, We will cause them to be fruitful and multiply, like they did for everything else. Yeah. Right? Well, all the other creatures, at least, and plants. We will cause them to be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it, and to have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air. And over every living thing that moveth upon the earth.
0: Okay, one thing that I I was thinking, though, is that the gods, they, they created all these other things, and they're doing their thing, and, you know, they're supposed to do their thing, but they create man specifically to subdue the earth, you know, to... Not only multiply and replenish in the earth, but to subdue it, to have dominion over the fish of the sea, fowls of the air, every living thing that moveth on them. In the in the Mesopotamian thing, that remembered that the gods had cre- had done all this. They were down there working on the earth. Like, okay, we're done. You know, we're working way too hard. Let's create another creature to do it. That's kind of what I see here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're like, okay, we we created the earth and everything, but we're not gonna sit here and just toil along with it. We're creating man, and guess what? It's gonna be it's gonna be an equally value an equal value thing, okay? Man is gonna get the experience he needs to to become a, a greater intelligence than he was, right? And we're gonna have man can take to take care of the planet, so we don't have to keep on laboring here. You're right. It's
1: also um, it's a win win, dude. Yeah, it reminds you of the you know the ink you know Enki and the and them, you know, like not wanting to like do the work anymore, right? But what it also it's kind of like an evolutionary too. Yeah. Like but like oh, start with first the first is water, then they then they leave the water to go from the evolution perspective. Oh, yeah. Then they leave the water and now they're on land, mm-hmm. and they just get stronger and stronger and better and better.
0: Yeah, and then uh, of course man comes at the end. Yeah, I mean it makes sense that that that's that's evolution. You know the evolutionary theory works, maybe. Yeah. No, I like or it. not. But like I'm it. saying, but I like the I like the Babylonian kind of creation too. It's like, okay, we've done all this work and stuff, but we're we're done with it. Let's get let's create something that can take care of it.
1: And what did they do on the seventh day?
0: That's why. <laughs> that's why. That's why I have it all marked up.
1: They rested.
0: Ver, read verse two, Brandon. <laughs> this is this is where I was going. That's why I was talking. And about And the gods said among themselves. And this is chapter five,
1: verse two. On the and the gods said amongst themselves. On the seventh the day, gods. we will end Mentor, our work. This is
0: the gods. This sounds really familiar. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um,
1: on the seventh time, we will end our work, which we have counseled, and we will rest on the seventh time from all our work, which you have can- canceled, counseled. And the gods concluded upon the seventh time. Good gosh. Because that on the seventh time... They would rest from all their works, which they, the gods, counseled amongst themselves to form and sanctified it. And thus they were, and thus were their decisions at the time that they counseled amongst themselves to form the heavens and the earth. Like, this is why we did all
0: this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just, like, break just like, just like, tired in the, of working. Just like in, in the, the Enuma Elish.
1: Yeah. Well, it was in the. Oh, not the that's... Leash, the. Um... <laughs> Dang it. I have yeah. it
0: right here. Beats me. Oh, wait, there's Gilgamesh, right? Yeah. There it is. No, that's the epic Gilgamesh.
1: You got two of them. Oh, it's in there.
0: Yeah, in the Atrahasis. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. In
1: the Atrahasis, that's what they do. And yeah. A lot of there's a lot of ceremony too around like we need let, to do this and and
0: let them okay, Atrahasis and let man bear the loads of the gods. Create primeval man that he may bear the yoke, let him bear the yoke, the work of Elil. Let man bear the load of the gods. And they even do the same thing. Like they make him out of like clay and... Look, listen to this. And the god, the great god... And, I, and Mammy made her voice heard and spoke to the great gods. I have carried out perfectly the work that you have ordered me. You have slaughtered a god together with his intelligence. I have relieved you of your hard work. I have imposed your load on man. You have bestowed noise on mankind. I have undone the fetter and granted freedom to the gods. And they listened. They were like, yes. They were freed from anxiety and kiss her feet.
1: Like we don't have to work anymore.
0: Yeah. So they, you know, then they took, took, pinched off 14 pieces of clay, seven pieces on the right, seven on the left, and created man and woman. Created seven males and seven females. And so anyway, this is kind of a quinky dink. Yeah. So anyway, I thought, yeah, that's that's the thing. Wait, that's what the seventh day rest was, you know, because people make sense. God God was just done. And it's like, yeah, he was done because he put man here to, to do the work. Yeah.
1: But that's the, the confusion. That's the, that's the catch though is like, but did he go back to work the next day? Wait, you know no he like, was done
0: yeah he was done he was like
1: Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. i need to start i need to start i need to start uh, respecting it's the called retirement day
0: more it's called <laughs> retirement <laughs> okay so um anyway so we have a different um thing and so this and of course this is all done spiritually before it was done mm-hmm Temporally, and then they made it happen. Okay, so... Uh, they they create Adam, and in verse 11, and the gods took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden. What? Why? To dress it and to keep it. This is in verse 11 yeah, of 5. And then the, th- the thing that we did with the tree of knowledge of good and evil... Um, And let us make and help meet for the man, for it is not good for the man to be alone. Therefore, we will form and help meet for him. So, Adam, in this one, they don't even have the whole thing. Mm-hmm. There's like, hey, there's a man. We're gonna make the woman too. Yeah. And um, and at and verse. Let's just end it. And out of the ground, or you read the last. And verse 20,
1: And out of the ground the gods formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that should be the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle, to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. And for Adam there was found an help meat for him.
0: Yea. So this is one of the traditional stories: is Adam, to prove his yeah wisdom and knowledge, he you know even everything. even that even Yaldabaoth was like uh surprised at how how he was able to name all the creatures and yeah. stuff.
1: Oh, he's good. This guy's good, man.
0: <laughs> but in in uh another tradition, up in in heaven. Whenever Adam's chosen, Satan's upset, and then God's like, Well, we'll see if he can name all the creatures. And and Adam names all the creatures. And it's like, ah he did it. foiled again. Yeah. So this is so God, the gods say, Okay, you can name them all. Guess what? You're in charge of them all too. Sucker. Ah. We got you. So anyway, I know this. so there's there's the the Book of Abraham,
1: yeah, that's pretty good.
0: It's got some interesting, deep kind of stuff, like like the whole thing with the planets and yeah and uh and one thing above another that there's no equality,
1: yeah, there was several when I was reading it before we met up today, um there was several points that I was like, I don't cause I've read it before. Yeah. I've read this before several times. Apparently not good enough. Right? Because there really was deep several times. Time, I'm sitting yeah, I, I had not gone I have not read it good enough because I was reading it this time. And I'm like, wow, this is really I never real I never noticed I never realized this was in here.
0: Right. Well, I don't remember like this happening. Kind of, it's like any kind of good kind of uh Yeah esoteric book or scripture or whatever like you can read it multiple times yeah sure and be worded in a way that you, when you read it again you're like oh whoa well, i never saw you, it that way and you have
1: to often you have to you have to become aware of something else and find something somewhere else and then you go back and like oh now i understand this better
0: yeah, but, uh, yeah it's so anyway well there it is um there's book of abraham and we if he, we got through
1: what we do like two or three episodes on Moses. What was it, two? Two, yeah. So yeah, we got through the that's that is uh, that is the Mormon Pearl of Great Price.
0: Well, at least the two major books in there. There's what else is the other one? The Articles of Faith. There's uh, the oh one the, the, the... the Joseph Smith Matthew. Oh, that's right. He's got like a big, uh, big section on twenty four, kind of the signs of the, the coming of, um of we'll it's just call Joseph Smith Matthew. So, yeah. I think it's from the 24th chapter. Yeah. From anyway. So, it's a couple pages long and then there's a Joseph Smith history which was I think from the Wentworth letter. Maybe or maybe not. Or wait, no, that's where the and then there's article faith, articles of faith, which is just a basic
1: Something he wrote to 13, a newspaper or something.
0: Yeah, that might be part of the Wentworth letter, but 13 verses on basic doctrines of the yeah, Mormon. What they, what
1: they stand for, what they do.
0: So okay, well, hopefully this made some sense. Hopefully <laughs> there's something in yeah, here. Yeah, I
1: thought I thought it was a lot better than I was expecting.
0: I wasn't. I wasn't sure we were going to get through it because I was kind of like, kind of like up and down on. True. Do I have enough? Yeah, we did a good Info, job. There was a, so,
1: there was a lot of a lot of callbacks to earlier things that we read in the last couple of years. Yeah. so it was it was good.
0: I mean, yeah, and the big thing is, well, I mean, there's a lot of opinions about this out there, and you can all you do is look it up, and you'll see all kinds of stuff. And so, we're not trying to get into the controversy necessarily. Yeah, I know. Probably some people are probably like, I can't. What have they said? that you know or whatever this way or whatever but whatever so it's just an a really interesting kind of cool different version yeah. modern day apocrypha
1: yeah pretty much
0: so or pursuit pseudopigrapha yeah i think i always say it wrong
1: it's uh,
0: either way for me and just people call it, riffa- it. called it a riffa a riffa so all right well that's it we're gonna quit rambling
1: Okay. Well, thanks, Mark. Talk to you later. Have a good day. See ya. Bye.
0: It's like we're on the phone or something. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Like, have a good day. All right. Like, you're sitting right by me. All right. (laughs) Bye.